Kama daf Sadi Dalit. We're starting from the bottom of Sadi Gimel Amid Beis, six, seven lines up. Where the Gemara says, Amar Abaye. Amar Abaye, Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda, Beishamay, Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov, Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar, Rabbi Shmal. That list of all those Tanam, Kulus, they all hold, Shinoi ben Makoma Omid. They all hold that when an item is changed, it still remains in its place. Meaning, even after a Shinoi, it is not considered to have left the original owner's possession. Our Mishnah, what we learned yesterday, said specifically not that way. That when the Shinoi happens to a Chefetz, when an item is changed, so then it now belongs to the Gazan. The Gazan only pays the, the value. The cash was worth the time they stole. But all the least they disagree. They hold Shinoi bim Koma Omed. The change remains in its place. Even after the Shinoi, uh, it has to be returned to the original owner. Rechimah Yudah is the one that we just said. That was the bride saw before, uh, which was talking about the case where someone dyed the wool. And, and we say that the dyeing is uh, is not is not is not is not enough to make it uh, to make a change. And we say that it still goes to the Kohen. Uh, what is Beishamah? It says in a bride saw, Let's say we're talking about the din of Esnan. So Esnan is when someone, the harlot's payment cannot be used as a carbon. So let's say someone gave her wheat kernels, Asan Solis, but then it was turned into fine flowers. Asan where he gave her olives, Asan Shemin, it was turned, turned into oil. Anavim gives her grace, Asan Yanu was turned into wine. So Tani Chalav, one bride says, Asr. So those items can't be used as a carbon. But Tani Yidach, but another bride says, Mother, it's Mother to use those things in carbonos. So what's the Pshad? When, when you give the Esnan one thing and then it changes its form, can you give it to carbonos? It can use it as carbonos in the change form or not. So Amar Yosef, Rav Yosef said to resolve this, Tanakorian that the, the following bride was taught by Gorian. Demas pork from us pork, but that Bishamai Osun of Isol Matirim, that it's really a machlokas Bishamai Sol. Bishamai says that it's awesome because Bishamai's physical change doesn't change it. So therefore, it's still awesome. Bishol is Matir because he holds Shinoi Bim Komoma. Bishol is Matir because he holds Shinoi's Kona. It's a different item. So therefore, um, it's not the original thing that was given to that son. My time to Bishamai, it says that the, even after Shinoi, it's the same thing. It says when we talked about not bringing the heartless payment or the exchange of a dog as a carbon, it says also both of them. So what's also both of them coming to say? The word also is coming to teach even if they're in a change form, even if they go undergo a physical change. So the wheat kernels are a flower, the owls are, are, are turned into oil, still can't be brought as a carbon. We still it says them. So them is, is mashma velo not their change form. Says the Gemara Vishamai Hoksiv him. I according to Vishamai, it says him. Says the Gemara, we buy the him velo same. It comes to say only they, but not their offspring. So meaning to say, if uh, if someone paid the the harlot with an animal and then it gave birth, so then the the offspring would not be uh, disqualified. Wait, so how do they respond to that? How do they learn from him that if it's necessary for the kids? How do they learn? How do they learn uh, that Both things are learned. Both points are uh, are learned from that. Says the What does Basil do with the word gam? Says You're right. Indeed, that is a difficult point. Where do we see he? Where do we see that he old Shinoi does not kona? The Tanya says in the price of Lazarus Yaakov Omer Arishu calls us Hashal Chitim. Someone sold a saw of wheat. Talking about Lazarus Yaakov Omer Arishu calls us Hashal Chitim. Someone sold a saw of wheat. Talking about Lazarus Yaakov Omer Arishu calls us Hashal Chitim. How can you make a bracha on such a food? It's not considered a blessing. Hashem, Elamanai, it's like blasphemy because this is a stolen thing. You're making a bracha. That is considered a blasphemy of Hashem, ironically, through blessing. So what do we what do we see from here? That even though there's been so much change, even though we see there's been so much change, but at the end of the day, it is... Um, it, it, it's still considered to be the stolen item. If you would say the Shinoi is Kona, so then that would not 
be an issue. So it must be that we see that he holds Shino is not Kona, and that's why it's considered blasphemy. Next one, Shemuel Lazar, Ma'i Detana Klal, Amar Shemuel Lazar, Kol Shevach Shlishviya Gazlan. For someone steals something, anything that it appreciates, Yada Al Yona, so that the Gazlan has the upper hand. Rasa Lutzo Shevchal. If you want, you could take the appreciation, the Gazlan. Rasa Mazo Shalvanacha, or you could say, take it back as it is. So first, we have to understand what the price is saying. Ma'ika Amar, what is it saying? In other words, it's Harish Shalvchal Fanacha. Is here? I'm returning this. That's usually something that's said when it depreciates, and I say, want to say, oh, I don't care. I'm just giving it back to you intact, so I don't have to pay for any changes. But here it it it, it appreciated it went off. So what is he saying? If he appreciates this whole thing, he takes the appreciation. If it went down, he says, take it back as it is. Because the stolen thing that went to change is still in his place. It still wasn't acquired by the robber, and therefore he just says, take it back as it is. But that's the part that even if you appreciate it, he should also have to return the animal itself with the appreciation because even with the Shino, it's still in the Why does Rishim Allah say that? If it went up, then the robber takes the appreciation. So the bar says, That's a special takana that's legislated to make it easier for those who want to do teshuva. So yes, really, the shinoi does not is not kona and midaraiz. So the robber, if it went up, has to return it as is. Rabbanu Mesak, and then he could take the appreciation. So, for example, over here, he stole it, it was worth $100, and now he fancies it's worth 150 So the halacha is that he returns the animal and the owner pays him 50 zos. They made the takana to make sure that people will uh, do teshuva and return what they stole. Rabbi Shmuel, what is Rabbi Shmuel? The Tani Mitzvah Peah, Havish Shmuel Nakam of the Mitzvah Peah was meant to separate. You leave it from the standing crop. You leave the corner of the field. Havish Shmuel Nakam. If you didn't separate it from the standing crop, Havish Shmuel Amar, then you could take it off while it's in the sheaves. Havish Shmuel Amar, and if you didn't take it off while the sheaves, Havish Shmuel Nakriyah Shul Merchol. He separates it from the bale kernels as long as he didn't yet smooth it. Miracle. Once he already smoothed it over, so the Gemara Balacha happened. So at this point, it's already it's, there's a chiyav mice. Or another, normally the chiyav trumas of mice kicks in after miurach after the production is finished. You've smoothed out the pile. So usually the halacha is the gifts of the poor potter from trumas of mice. But here, what's the case? The case is the case is that it was smoothed first. So what's the halacha? Once it's smooth, ma'asavinos and lo, he should tithe it, and then he should give the peya to or, and he should give the peya to the poor person. Even more, even if it's already turned into dough, you already converted and grounded the wheat and so on and so forth, and now you have dough, you should give it to a poor from there. So if you would all change this kona, so then no, once it's already changed its form, so at the point that it's already in dough, you wouldn't give it to him. If this opinion is saying that even when it's dough, you have to give it to him, clearly this opinion holds that shinoi is not kona. All these tanom who say that Shinoi doesn't is not Kona, they're all just coming to tell me that they hold like Beishamai. Whereas we saw that Beishel says that Shinoi is Kona. So what all these tanom are coming to tell me like Beishamai? This is what they hold. That there was no dispute, and everybody holds Shinoi is not Kona. So according to them, there was no dispute that Beishel disagreed. Amar Rabba. Now Rabba says, let's go back to all these people and we can analyze them in a different way. How do you know that these people hold that Shino is not going? His point was only that dying is not a Shino. Because he could remove through detergent. So therefore it's not really a change. That even when the change happens, it can't be brought as a carbon. That was unique to things that are brought on the Mizbeach. Those things are repulsive. In other words, even though the Shino occurred, and, and Shino really changes the item, but the source of it is repulsive. So even though it's changed 
And that's really a different item. But since it's repulsive to bring such a thing to the Mizbeach, it doesn't matter. is saying that even after change, you don't make a brach on a stolen thing. That's specifically a brach. That's a new idea. that You don't do a mitzvah. It comes about through a sin. So if you stole it and you turn it and made it into bread, even though it's technically a different thing, but it's still a mitzvah. There he was talking about that Shino is not going. He was talking about deterioration of an animal, which is a reversible thing. Meaning the cases where, where, where the price went down, he wasn't really talking about where that was an irreversible sense of deterioration. He was talking about stam, it didn't eat enough. But you can reverse that if it would just eat more. So that's why that Shino is not Kona. That you give Peah even after the, the form has changed. There's an extra word, Tazo, that you should abandon. And that extra word is expounded to say that even if the form has changed, still you should give Peah even from the changed form. If you're going to ask, why don't I learn from Peah? The answer is, the gifts to the poor might be different. In other words, I can't necessarily, the right to say just as by Peah, you give it even though it changed, so do other things. Maybe it's different when you give a gift to the poor. Okay. So now the Gemara, Rav is supporting himself from an earlier Amora, that Rabbi Shmuel has really come from Tazov, not because there's a general rule that you know he's not going to get the Bible, but like Rabbi required. The Bible, what is the reason for Rabbi Shmuel that Peah is separated even once it's been made into dough? Is it the not Generally, But here by Peah, the Allah is different because it says the extra word Tazov. If you would conclude that the reason for Rabbi Shmuel is because Shino is not Kona, you might be bothered what, in fact, would I do with the Tazov that is extra. But two, furthermore, the Rabbanon Tazov is every What did the Rabbanon hold that you're not Mamash from Do? What did they do with the Tazov is here? Says the Rabbanon, use it for what it says in the Brightsa. Someone made his vineyard on the list, and then he gets up early in the morning and reacquires the vineyard and harvests it. He's in the laws of Para, but he's still So what we're talking about over here is that the person kind of made it half care and kind of didn't. That's what that's what the situation is. He made it half care, but he then reacquires it from himself after he had declared it half care. So Allah is miser, you talk about it from you get it works as a loophole. You don't take off uh, miser from things that you acquire from Afghir, and technically it became Afghir, and therefore you don't have to take a miser. But for the other things, the parrot Olo Shechon you do have to give, because that's what the Taz of Yisera teaches us that even when you're Zochon Afghir, if it was a weird Afghir like this, where it didn't fully, fully become, become Afghir, so then you do, in fact, have to give those Manos and So even though you're Patamina Miser, you still have to give parrot Olo Shechon and that's what's derived from Tazo. Like Rabbi Shimon ben Alazar. So if the animal goes to change and deteriorates, we say you can return it as is. Um, you can return it as is because the shin is not going to. We don't value for a thief or a robber. What do you mean? What are we talking about? This is a case where you steal an animal and then it dies. So the question is, how, what, what do you do? So we don't assess the loss in the animal's value and allow him to return the carcass and pay the difference. We don't say that. We, rather, the ke'alacha is that the thief owns the carcass and he pays full for the animal. Because what's the halacha? The halacha of assessing elin zakim, that's only taught by damages. By damages, that's what we learned back on Dafyot. Let's say someone damages someone else's property, he only pays for the monetary loss, not for the whole thing. So let's say you know, right, someone damages, in a, uh, so, someone kills another person's ox, and now the carcass is worth a certain amount. You just return the dead carcass to the owner and you only pay the difference. Shmuel is saying that that's only by damages. By theft and robbery, it's not like that. You can't return the carcass and pay the difference. Rather, 
Rather, we say that he acquires the carcass through the shinoi and he pays the owner the full value. So what do we see? We see that clearly the shinoi is going to the Rava. According to Rava, that Rishon Lazar didn't really hold shinoi and kona. He's only talking about a reversible deterioration. Lokash is not a question. Because here it died, that's irreversible. When did we say we're only talking about deterioration that is reversible, like temporary, that malnourishment of the animal? Okay, very good. That's not a shina is kona. But if it dies, a shina is kona, and you have to pay the full value. The Shmuel Hasman, Shmuel said, "Ancient Lokan of Lokan of Adam is talking about Chashul Hadar. He's talking about deterioration. It's not reversible, like the animal dying." Ella Bai, Tavim Shmuel Hadar, Chashul Dilah Hadar. Amar Korn Tavai, Goz Rav Shmuel Hadar, all the shina kona omed always. So Michael Lemer, what are we going to say? There's a contradiction between two things that Shmuel said. If we pass on Shmuel Hadar, that means we pass on shina in a kona. So shina in a kona. So if someone steals an animal and it dies, you should be able to return the dead carcass. So the Gemara says, "Abai Masni Achi." Abai says a little bit different. Even though there are those who say, but Shmuel himself does not hold that way. Shmuel holds that even when a Shinoi occurs, the, uh, when a Shinoi occurs, you cannot return it intact. The Shinoi is Kona, and in fact, you do have to pay money. And then if I care, then it seems very well. Shmuel Shita, that ain't Shaman, the God of the Gaza, in a case where it dies, uh, the, the Ghana owns the carcass, and he has to pay the full value, what it was worth at the time that it was stolen. Says the Gemara, If something is stolen and it's changed, it goes back as is. So, in other words, we say that Shina is not going to. He returns what he stole in all cases, according to this opinion, even though it's not in the same form he stole it, he returns it. If you're going to say that it's not like that, what did our Mishnah say? Our Mishnah said if the robber stole stolen wood and he made it into a cle, so he pays the value. That it was worth at the time of the robbery. What's the pshat? The Mishnah is a new takana that was made with Rabbanon to encourage those who want to repent. But under the, under Torah law, the changed stolen art, article is returned to the owner as is. Frankly, what did Rabbi Yochanan say this? Did Rabbi Yochanan say that Shinoi on a Torah level does not acquire? Rabbi Yochanan says that Allah is like a Stam Mishnah. That's one idea from Rabbi Yochanan. And we have a Stam Mishnah that holds that Shinoi is going to, because it says, We saw this Mishnah yesterday by the Rachel's case. If he didn't give it to the first of the shearings of the Kohen before he died, he's exempt. He doesn't give it. What's the Pshad? It must be that Shinoi is going to. And you and it's already a stolen thing, but you, it's not the thing that goes to the that goes to the coin. So we see from there that Shino is Kona. So how could Rabbi, and Rabbi Yochanan says Allah is not Mishnah. So how could Rabbi Yochanan here say Shino is not Kona? Under Darai's levels, I'm a little bit more Rabbi Yaakov. Which may one of the Rabbanon Rabbi Yaakov his name said. Lidi mifashim to Rabbi Yochanan was explained to Rabbi Yochanan. Kozim 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 shekozla itzim shupim masan kelim. When did he say that Shino is not Kona? He was all, he was only talking about a case where someone stole pieces of plain wood that were already. Fat, uh, made into boards, and he just put them into kelim. So that's a change that revert, reverts back to the original form. Meaning, Rabbi Yochanan agrees that a legitimate shinoi where it's irreversible, that is shinoi that's konah completely. And evidently, the case of the die, he holds, he holds it is like that as well. Even though we saw that there are opinions who say not like that, that maybe dying is not that way. But no, the Mishnah holds that dying is a is considered a permanent one. But Rabbi Yochanan was saying that that shinoi is not konah. He specifically. Was talking about the Shinoi that was not um, that 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 Shinoi which was close to the Briyasa. Says the Gemara. Another, now we're going to learn about another Takana Rabbanon to help those who want to do Teshuvah. Takana Rabbanon Agazlan and those who steal Malva Beribis, those who lend on interest Sheikh Zero, and then they, they want to come and return the money that they acquired illegally. Ain Makabla Mehem. There's a special Takana that the victim should not accept the money from them. Makabla Mehem, and if he does, Ain Rachamim Rachamim, the Rachamim are not happy uh, are not happy with him. 
You can't say can't, but it's not something that the Rabbanon want. The Rabbanon want that the victim say, I'm sorry, I'm not accepting your money. I'm not going to accept your money. Just return, just, just, just do teshuva. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. What's the pshat in this? Maybe Rabbi Nishis Mishazu. This, this, this was taught in the times of Rabbi Nasi. Tanya says in a bright song, this is the background. There's a story of the person who wanted to repent. His wife said, Reka, you empty one. You come to repent. Nothing you're owning is nothing that you own is yours. Even the belt you're wearing is not yours. So basically, how are you ever going to do teshuva? Therefore, he held back and didn't repent. At that time, the Chachamim said, must be to respond to this. If robbers or lenders of interest want to return what they have stolen, we do not accept them. And if one does accept them, the Chachamim are not happy with such a thing. So this is specifically Takana that's made at the time of Yudah Nasi. Now the whole question here in Taisus is that mean it's only a temporary Takana for his generation or is it maybe only a Takana for someone doing Teshuvah? But of course if somebody is sued in court for something that he stole, then he has to return it. So that's what different ideas that Tosis discusses. Anyways, we have Kasher from the Bride. It says if their fathers died and left money of forbidden interest, so if the father had taken interest and he dies, even though the kids know that it's an interest, they don't have any doubt about it. They know it's money that was taken wrongly. They don't have to return it. Why? Because they're the kids. They didn't do anything. So, so and, and in regard to to, 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 to the kids, they don't have an obligation. So the Dia kids, they don't do the children don't have, are not obligated. But it sounds like the father, the father would. So this contradicts the previous bride. So that a lender in interest comes to return interest and one doesn't accept it. So the Gemara says, Bidinu, is that inference really there? Because it's not really good. Bidinu really, the fact that the father doesn't have to return it because of Rebbe's enactment. All he's done to do, the reason that we spoke about the children, to kabbalah the Mishnah Sefer, we wanted to speak about the end of the bride. So the bride says, that's all if it was money. But the father left them a cow or a cloak or a very distinct item that he had taken for interest. So everyone knows that that was the item which was taken wrongly. There they have to return it. And they covered up to honor their father. Keep it out of the aim, even though the father's dead. They're still keeping it out of the aim. It's very identifiable as the item which was taken in interest. So people are going to dishonor the memory of the deceased father. So that they have to return. So because we wanted to speak about the children to bring out that chedesh, where it was a distinct item that they have to return it. So therefore, the first part of the price also spoke about the children. Um, but in a chanami, in a case where we're talking about the money, even the father as well. <clears throat> does not really repay it because the, the special takana that Rebbe made, special takana that Rebbe made not to accept uh, the returnment of stolen items or ribbis. Now the Gemara has a question. What's the pshat in the end that they have a din of kibbutz ava aim to return the, 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 the cow that their father that their father had taken his interest. Is it true? They have to return the interest. It says a prince amongst your people, you shouldn't curse. So what does it mean amongst your people? The din to honor another yid is only when he acts like the proper Jewish way and it's not sin. If somebody sins, there's no obligation of respect. So there's no reason you can't curse him. So similarly, the Gemara assumes the same thing is true for Kibbutz Avahim. If there's a father who's a sinner, if the father has taken, has taken the forbidden interest on the loan, then there's no din of Kibbutz Avahim there's no din of kibud ava aim that I have to return it to honor him. So the Gemara responds, Kid the Amar of Rapinchas, just like Rapinchas said it elsewhere, which also chuba the cases where he repented, the cases the father repented. So therefore, there is a case, since the father did chuba before he died, there is a chiv kibud ava. Says the Gemara, also if he repented, then how come the item of interest is still by him? Did he have already returned it? Says the Gemara, the case is that he hadn't managed to return it before he died. So meaning he repented, but he hadn't managed, he hadn't managed to return it. And uh, and that's the case where there is a chiyav of kibbutz avahim for them now to return. Says the Gemara. Going back to our first thing, the special takana that we don't 
uh, we don't accept payment for, for people who are coming to do teshuva for malva, for lending berivets or stealing. So those who rob those who steal even though they collected, and they return. So the Gemara just tries to understand what does it mean if they collected, they return. by regarding robbers, what does it mean even though they collected? If they rob guzzle, they already robbed and collected. If they didn't rob and collect, they didn't steal. So what does it mean a robber if he collected? Rather, what the price means like this. Robbers, and who, which robbers are you referring to? We're referring to people who lent on interest. Even though they already collected, and they have to return what they collected. So what do we see? We see that you are obligated to return the money which is wrongly taken as interest. Says the Gemara, Amri, Maxir, and yeah, it's true, you come to return it. The victim does not accept. So, in the one end, it's returned. On the other end, the victim does not accept. Says the Gemara, So, then why did they return it? What does it mean you return it if it's not going to be accepted? Says the Gemara, It just means to, to, to be, such a thing such a thing should be done. So, as we were in Misakin, that he should be totally free, they just said that the recipient does not accept it from him. So, now everything is good because they, they left intact. His, uh, that, that idea of to return it, but but uh, they remove the barrier for him from doing uh, to do teshuva. So now, as soon as he comes and he offers to return it, so now we say, so now we say that 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 it's lost his deshemayim, and probably the payment will be refused. But it gives him a way of being yaitzei deshemayim. It seems like an interesting thing, even though he doesn't refuse the money since he doesn't accept the money, but he was yaitzei his chiyav hashava on a derisive level. Fascinating thing. So he comes and he says, "I don't want it," but by coming. That itself, your yaisei deshamayim, your your chiyav of paying. Says the Gemara, Tashem Ha'aron v'Agamadu Mosin regarding shepherds, cat collectors, and custom collectors. Shvas and Kasha, if they do the wrong thing and they take money from some from people, so they stole from so many people, they don't know who they stole from. So it's difficult for them to repent. The Machzir and the Makirin, so they they should steal whoever they identify as their victim. So we see that you do return what you steal. Again, the same idea, you return, but the victim doesn't accept. What's the point of returning? To be towards heaven to try to return. What is so hard? There's nothing hard about that. Says the Gemara, um, and just explain. Once the idea is that the Rabbana were Masak and that when they attempt to return, the victim is supposed to refuse it. So when we don't know who the victim is, so the chuva should be complete even without returning it. What's hard about the chuva? Bishlam, if they had to get it back to the person they don't know who to give it back to, so then that's hard. But if they don't actually have to get it back, they just have to offer it. So if you don't know who to offer it, you don't have to offer it. It shouldn't be so hard. Oh, furthermore, Ema say, if we look at the end of the rise of Shema, can you ask someone to circle Zubar? If money, they don't know, they, they know it's not theirs, but they don't know whose it is. They should, they should be donated to public needs. They spend the money to make cisterns and vaults to hold the water in. So we see that they actually do return the money. The price that we just said that he returns it is talking about before the Takana that Rebbe made. Right? The first price that we had is talking about after Rebbe makes the Takana. And the Gemara says another shop. said, that the Nakam that was made by Rebbe is only where the stolen item is not around intact. In other words, that's that 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 would and that would make it hard for the robber to repent because he would have to sell a personal property in order to pay for out, out of pocket. There, there's a din that you don't accept the money, but if the stolen property is still intact, then the victim is allowed to take the stolen the stolen property. So now that we said that, I feel takana could be that that, that the price of this other price was also talking about after the takana of Rebbe. Lokasha is not difficult. Top of Aleph. One is talking about when it was around, one is talking about when it was not around. So now, according to Kwekisa, what we're coming out is that the Otakana Revi is only where the item is not around. 
The whole story which precipitated the Tarkana was the fact that his wife told him, even your belt is stolen. So isn't that mean that the stolen item is here and still that's what prompted Rebbe's Tarkana? She means the money that was used to buy the belt. But really, the original stolen item was not there. So now the Gemara asks, That sounds like when the Gzela is Kayim, so the Rabbana were not Misak, and they said return it as it is. That's the whole point. It's only when it was not here, and it's a question of paying money. There they were Misak, and not to accept the money. What about someone who stole a cross? There the beam is still extended. He put it into the house. We made a Takana about a stolen beam that was put into a mansion. She told them, the original owner only takes the value, but he can't force the robber to, redeem the beam, the, to return the beam itself. And they the Takana to make it easier to do Teshuvah, because otherwise he would have to destroy his house. So we see that Rabbana did make a takana to, to, to help the, the one who's doing teshuva even though it is intact here we're saying here they didn't make the takana when it's intact there we see that even though it is intact they did make the takana says Marshani awesome yeah the crossman case is different you can say the debira there it would ruin the mansion if you were to remove it treated like they treated it when the xayla is not there where they said it doesn't have to be returned so in conclusion when it's just sitting around there you have to re- there you do have to return it but where it's not sitting around um, it's being used in a mansion and it would be a big loss to bring it back so then you don't have to return it. Return it. And Rebbe's Takana, again, is where it's not around. You'd have to pay out of pocket. So there, you don't, <coughs> we don't accept them. The victim doesn't accept that payment from him.